Welcome to Getting Healthcare Right, a bi-monthly podcast about the business of healthcare. Brought to you by TriHealth and hosted by Jamie Smith, president and publisher of the Cincinnati Business Courier. In this podcast series, we explore changes being made by some healthcare systems to provide care differently and in a way that benefits patients, employers, and entire communities all while costing less than traditional healthcare delivery. It's about getting healthcare right. Welcome to this episode of Getting Healthcare Right, presented by the Cincinnati Business Courier and sponsored by TriHealth. In today's episode, we're joined by Jennifer Skinner, MSN, BSN, and RN. Jenny currently serves as a Senior Vice President and Chief Nurse Executive for TriHealth. In this role, she focused on consistency in the patient experience and ways to standardize nursing care across the system with best practices. She also provides a nursing perspective on TriHealth's system-wide work to adapt to the population health model. Jenny, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jamie, for that wonderful introduction. I'll just share that my career at TriHealth has spanned 32 years in both nursing and HR leadership roles. And I've had the privilege to serve as the system's chief nursing executive for the last four years. And it's work that I'm very passionate about. Wow, that's such great tenure. Congratulations to you and congratulations to TriHealth. You know, Jenny, our podcast has really been focused on the population health model and how we can get healthcare right by utilizing that. Can you tell me what the role of nurses and other non-physician frontline caregivers in the population health model is? I'd be happy to, Jamie. Every member of the healthcare team, uh, including nurses, pharmacists, physical therapists, rehab therapists, social workers, dietitians, and more, are really vital in the population health model. And at TriHealth, these roles are working together to get healthcare right. And they're doing that by improving access and throughput throughout our entire integrated health system. They're better managing care transitions. They're using evidence-based standards to care for patients and high reliability tools that really ensure safety, quality, and efficiency as we care for our patients. And this work also really requires a collaborative interdisciplinary approach with each healthcare professional communicating both regularly and frequently so that we can drive better outcomes and experience for our patients. What's important also is that we have clear responsibilities and ensuring that each role practices at the top of their competency or in some cases their license is also an important element in the population healthcare model because this is how we achieve value and efficiency as well. As care continues to shift from episodic to proactive, uh, we're going to continue to see more opportunities for these traditional hospital-based roles to move out into the ambulatory care setting. One role that we've all already seen uh, an increasingly uh, expanded use of in our ambulatory care setting is the care manager role. And this is a really important role 
Typically, this role is filled by a registered nurse. They help patients navigate along the continuum of their care. And that's particularly helpful when a patient is perhaps seeing a number of providers, crossing different care settings. And if they have any socioeconomic barriers or other barriers that are really preventing them from continuing their care journey or achieving health or wellness, it's the care manager who's able to easily identify that and link them up with resources in the community so that they can complete their care and or achieve wellness and health as well. So it's a really important role and we will see more roles again from the hospital moving out into the ambulatory care setting too. Yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, every uh, episode that we've done has kind of centered around that collaboration, that communication, and obviously that uh, getting a look at your health before it gets to be a problem. Exactly. That is key. Now, staffing is a big issue for not only all health systems, but everybody in the world today. I assume TriHealth is no different. What are you guys doing to recruit and more importantly, retain the staff that you have? Well, first of all, you're absolutely correct. Staffing is probably the top of head uh, priority or concern for just about every CEO and CNO in our healthcare systems. And I have to say here at TriHealth, the culture that we have created is by far our strongest and most impactful recruitment and retention tool. Newly hired team members tell us that it's our culture that brought them to TriHealth, and it really is our culture that we continue to work in order to retain our most valuable existing team members. And while certainly compensation programs are important to every person in the workforce, in a fiercely competitive labor market that we certainly have here in uh, our region, just as important, and, and I would probably argue maybe more important, is the work environment where team members feel engaged and empowered to do their best work each and every day that they come to work. And this only happens when leaders are able to connect and build a really trusting relationship with their team members to support their inclusion and belonging in that environment. And at TriHealth, we teach our leaders and actually hold them accountable uh, to leading as a servant leader and some of those servant leadership behaviors that have really helped us be successful. So at TriHealth, leaders across all levels are rounding with team members and team members is, is what we call our employees uh, here at TriHealth. Reward and recognition is a, a big priority and very important. And communication, transparent communication is cascaded from the top down and bottom up. And we take a lot of effort to be sure that we get really good feedback from our team members so we know what's working and what isn't working and where do we maybe need to dig in and, and give a little more attention to making things better for our team members. And I'd also like to share that a new initiative that I'm really excited about here at TriHealth that's really going to help us be successful with getting healthcare right and helping address staffing shortages is the work that we have began recently on clinical care redesign. So this is intentionally uh, looking at how we deliver care, how roles are used, and how we can remove administrative burden 
from our frontline caregivers so that they can spend more time at the bedside, which is where they want to be. That's what brings them joy. So we're just really excited to embark upon that. We've got a lot of teams in place. A lot of great ideas are coming. And we actually began that work and grounded it with getting input from over a thousand frontline caregivers to share with us specifically what are their pain points, what ideas do they have for solutions. And we're also looking at automation and technology protocols and standards, again, just to help make the work more efficient and better for our frontline caregivers so they can do what they really want to do. The key words I picked up out of your answer were engagement, collaboration, that field of belonging. And the most important part, I think, these days is recognition. And after the last two and a half years, I guess more important now than ever. No one is happy if they don't feel like they belong somewhere. And so that is a key element of our diversity, equity, and inclusion work here at TriHealth. That's awesome. Can you tell me what motivates someone to enter the field of nursing? And have those motivations changed over the years? Sure. Well, traditionally, I have to say that nursing has always been a calling. A a lot of people as a young child uh, knew that they wanted to be a nurse. So it's a calling, something that spoke to them. They approached it as an opportunity to make a difference in the lives of others, to really make their community, the world, a healthier place. It's an opportunity to help people when they are at their most vulnerable, when they need help the most. You're able to do good and you're able to serve other people. And for the most part, those are important and valid reasons that people become a nurse today. But we've also seen over the last few years, and particularly the last couple years, uh, that there are some additional motivators. And one of those motivators is job security. For the most part, being a nurse gives you job security because there are jobs everywhere that are calling for nurses. And quite honestly, working for a healthcare system, the pay is good and you have good benefits. So it's a good way to provide security for your family. But also what is attractive to people and called into nursing is just the opportunity to work some different shifts. Uh, Your work week can be shorter. You can have time that you need for your personal interests, whether those are childcare or family obligations, or you know maybe you simply have just a lot of interest. So those different schedules are attractive. Nursing also offers a lot of variety. You can work in different care settings. You can have different specialties. So people who like variety and change are drawn to nursing too, just because of the numerous opportunities for you as a nurse. But I have to say, no matter what brought you into nursing, whether it was an early calling or job security or other reasons, what you always see is that people ultimately stay because they find the work engaging and meaningful. And it really becomes sacred work when you begin to experience how the work that you do is changing the lives of people that you care. And we recognize that every single person that we touch, while they might not be our loved one, they are the loved one of someone else. Is there anything about TriHealth's approach to medicine that you think appeals to your nurses? Sure, there are many things, but uh, what I'll share that I hear frequently from our nurses 
in addition to our culture that I spoke about uh, earlier, is the fact that we have a strong collaborative uh, model of care. And that is really important to nurses and quite honestly, all healthcare disciplines. Uh, you can't work in a silo when you're caring for a patient. So there are a lot of different disciplines that the patient's needs may require in order for them to uh, progress to wellness or recovery. And so here at TriHealth, we have a strong collaborative model of care, uh, highly desired by nurses physicians appreciate it too. Everyone works together. Their contributions are all valued. And as we talked about earlier, collaboration is really key in population health. We have to be good collaborators in order to have a really successful population health care model. You mentioned in our introduction that you've been at TriHealth for a long time, got a lot of experience there. I know early on you were involved with the implementation of the TriHealth Way throughout the entire system. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is? You know, I would absolutely love to. Uh, uh, working uh, to help create the TriHealth Way has been one of the highlights of my career. Having the opportunity to work alongside Mark Clement, our president and CEO, when he arrived at TriHealth eight years ago to create the TriHealth Way was just a wonderful opportunity. It's been transformational work here at TriHealth, and it really created a roadmap for us on how we are working to get healthcare right, how we're evolving our healthcare system from a really good organization that we were eight years ago to that great high-performing organization that we're aspiring to. You know, the early work was all about Mark helping create and communicate and get leaders and physicians to understand what the burning platform for change was because we all thought, you know, gosh, we're a really good organization. But Mark had come uh, and knew, had done an assessment, and he really understood what changes were coming to healthcare and how we needed to change here at TriHealth to be successful and reshape healthcare in our region. Um, So to become a high-performing organization, we built a model on how we lead, how we serve, and how we deliver care. And it's this model of leading, serving, and delivering care that has become known as the TriHealth Way. It really is our culture. So we started the work with leadership practices first because really the that's the foundation helping our leaders uh, learn how to create an engaged and, and empowered team. Next, we went to work uh, on serving and creating the TriHealth signature patient experience. And then we introduced the TriHealth Way of delivering delivering care, which is really built on the principle of zero harm, do no harm to anyone. And today we've embedded a number of high reliability and safety practices into our everyday work. We've completed 23 two-day leadership development institutes where we have introduced, taught, and practiced evidence-based leadership skills with nearly 1,000 leaders and physician leaders at TriHealth. We've launched the Safety and Service Institutes also, which are resourced with key content experts, if you will. Those institutes are helping us adopt and hardwire those evidence-based service and safety tactics as well, too. And when I spoke earlier about uh, culture really being our differentiator for recruitment and retention, it's all of this work to create the TriHealth Way. It is the TriHealth Way 
that is our secret sauce here at TriHealth. I think uh, the next question I'm going to ask, I think you could probably just say, hey, I've answered this with every one of my questions. But how specifically does the TriHealth way specifically connect with our theme, population health? Mm -hmm. Well, you're absolutely right. The answer is quite simple. I think I've talked about it. It is the TriHealth way. It's how we lead how we serve, how we deliver care. It's how we deliver on our mission to care for our entire community. And it's how we're going to deliver on the triple aim of better care, better value, and better health. You know, I have to say, I'm just so impressed. I think this is like episode 11 or 12 of getting healthcare right. And I feel like regardless if it was a nurse, a physician, a nurse practitioner, or Mark himself on the podcast, you all speak that same language, so it makes sense uh, that what you're doing is working throughout yeah. the system. So congratulations on that. Thank you. One last question before we uh, close out here. How do you envision the role of nurses changing over in the future, particularly as the population health model, as you guys get deeper and deeper in that journey? Well, you know, nursing is the largest profession in the healthcare system. We have over 3 million nurses in the United States. Here in the state of Ohio, there are nearly a quarter of a million nurses. Here at TriHealth, I think you noted that we have nearly 4,000 nurses. So nurses, you know, we are educated to see and care for the whole person. Even since the days of Florence Nightingale, nurses have been uh, assessing, identifying issues, uh, factors in the environment that impact patients' health and wellness, and looking at populations. You know, we've provided care in a variety of settings, Florence Nightingale herself out on the war fields. We're in the community, we're in hospitals, we're in schools. We spend more time with patients than any other healthcare professional. We play a key role in really identifying what are the issues that are impacting patients' health and wellness. And we've also specialized in our practice and how we care for patients and where we care for patients, the same as physicians have, and particularly as acute care and critical care models have evolved. So I see population health as an exciting future for nurses. Nurses have been voted by uh, the Gallup survey for 20 years running as the most trusted profession in the United States. And that caregiver relationship is really built upon trust. So as population health evolves, more care continues to be out in the community and in patients' homes. Nurses have a real opportunity to move from the hospitals and traditional care settings out where patients are as well, too. We are equipped, skilled. We're used to working in teams of other disciplines. We're ready for it. We're excited about it. And uh, I think it's a bright future for us. Oh, it's great to hear. Uh, you know, I know my son is a, a primary care physician out of town. And uh, he says all the time, I can only do what I do because of the team that's around me and supports me. Exactly. And, you know, I think that probably every physician out there, and I know the ones in your system would agree with that. Well, Jenny, I want to thank you for joining us today and continuing to help us understand TriHealth's continual growth on the population health journey. If any of our listeners have missed previous episodes of Getting Healthcare Right, please go to CincinnatiBusinessCourier.com, click on the menu bar on the left, and you'll go to Partner Content, where you'll find Getting Healthcare Right Hub, and it hosts all the episodes. You'll be able to hit any that you missed. 
I want to thank TriHealth again for sponsoring this very important series. And Jenny, I want to thank you. And I want to thank our audience for joining us today. Thank you for downloading Getting Healthcare Right, presented by the Cincinnati Business Courier and sponsored by TriHealth. To learn more, visit trihealth.com.